I just want to take a quick second to thank Mikawai, Candelabra Geist, and Trans Artist of the Day. Thank you so much for your monthly financial support, and enjoy the episode! <laughs> You're about to witness a music podcast most foul. What you're about to hear is likely not safe for work. But if you're unperturbed by coarse language and sensitive content, you'll find yourself wrapped up in a world of music and mystery, the likes of which you've never heard before. Why don't you walk through the door and play our devious little game? Welcome, everyone, to Artificial Ghost Radio, and I think I've seen a ghost. That's going to be relevant. My name is Jupiter Morningstar. <laughs> My name is Joseph Langlois, and that is relevant because you're listening to the world's best music exploration podcast, That Is Haunted. That Is Haunted. It's so important to recognize the true facts mm. here. It's not because um, we need the the haunted bit for it to be true. It's just because we need you to know that it's haunted. There are so many ghosts crawling uh, every which way in and out of this radio. And let me tell you, we made them all up. <laughs> <laughs> um. I am so excited for this theme for no particular reason. Well, you specifically requested it. I said for no particular reason, <laughs> Joe. No, in fact. Listen, Jupiter, that- sometimes I'm just stupid, okay? Like, let's just move on. <laughs> in fact, this theme was suggested by Sienas and only Sienas, mm-hmm. and I did not rig the system mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the theme for this one is songs you had a crush on as a kid, and yeah, I'm very excited for this one. This is going to be a fun one. Yeah, it was a uh, it was an interesting journey for me, but let's 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 get yeah, started. I'm, I, I'm, I should say I off the top, this might be a little bit of a shorter episode, uh, but don't worry. It's, don't it's not going to be that much shorter. <laughs> yeah, don't don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Are you worried about it? Don't be. Yeah. Hey, stop being worried stop about being it. Worried. Jeez, stop being worried. Jeez, why it. are you always worried all the time? Oh, my God. You're always worrying so much. Calm those nerves. Seriously. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I just... I, I instinctively wanted to say calm your tits because it's a very funny thing to say, but the... <laughs> I always, and I, I'm not the only one to make this joke, but the idea of uncalm tits yeah. is so funny. Yeah, ferocious, ferocious tits. Ferocious tits. That's just my tits. They're off the leash. They are, abs- my tits are just having just the absolute, like, 
most wild rager of their lives. Yeah, get right those now. things on a muzzle. <laughs> I'm sure titty muzzles exist. Those titties are uncouth, <laughs> and they need to be calmed down. Oh my god, that those those titties need to lay out on the fainting couch mm-hmm. and just. You know, because they're getting a a case of the vapors. The vapors, right? Anyhow, like I said, this is going to be a shorter episode, so <laughs> we're allowed. We're allowed to make bits. We're allowed to do bits. I know I'm the one, the reason why this episode is shorter today, but I'm allowed to fuck around. Uh, it's a it's a group effort. I I ran a little bit long getting started, and you've got to leave a little bit earlier than usual. But that's okay. Like I said, yeah. we're we're just it's gonna be a little bit high energy. We're gonna get through it. Um, <laughs> we're gonna get through it, everyone. We're gonna get through it. We're it's gonna okay. get through it. I'm sorry. That's just kind of like my default thing that I say about anything in front of me because I mm-hmm. face a lot of my life with that attitude, which isn't great, but. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear what made you pick this theme from the list and not tell anyone to suggest it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, something about this theme really drew me to it. And I, and I can't quite put my finger on just what it was, but it is a very apt theme for me because, okay, so obviously... The idea of having a crush on a song is a little bit silly, right? I don't know. I, I, maybe it wasn't to me, but the hard part for me for this theme was as a kid. Like, oh, sure. I mean, I'll give, I'll just say it up front. Like, I didn't listen. I could, I don't know if I could name 10 albums that I listened to before high school. Like, uh, high school is, high school counts as, kid to I, I i hear you and it like there it's children but like when i think of myself as a kid i i'm definitely think i would say like as a teen or something i don't know like as a kid just to me uh made me think of like try to think of like the youngest age so for me the 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 youngest i could go is middle school um, yeah that's that's when my song is from in my life but but i mean well, that that you know that works for me um mm-hmm. i will say that um to me and it's maybe a little bit silly but to me as a 25 year old adult um anyone below the age of 20 is a child to oh me. absolutely 100 i completely agree <laughs> and 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 no diss to those children no there but also just like i don't want to hang around no anyone for, for sure 20. i at all it's it's the same feeling as like if you ever go like back to a high school after you graduate Mm. for a play or something like that it's like man when i was when i was 22 one month after i graduated from college i had to go back to the campus because i had a job where i was delivering magazines and i had just been there a month ago as a student doing my finals in the main building and i walked inside and i'm like these are all children some of them were probably the same. Some of them were older than me, but like no, yeah, they were yeah. babies. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, like it, it truly is like after as soon as the the hour that I was done with high school, I was done with high school. Yeah, like like I, I just immediately put those four years just so um just instantly behind me, yep. and. 
like all of moved the moved into a new echelon of being. Oh, for sure. And like all of the you know, like I've reconnected with some of them now, but like a lot of the like high school friends that I had, you know, we didn't exactly have a lot of co- in common other than the fact that we were always around each other. So for most the the vast majority of the people that I knew in high school, the hour that I was done, I just I just knew that I was never going to talk to them again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um it's it it was a it was a wild thing. It was a wild thing. Um but anyway, so getting into my pick for this theme. Uh, um uh, <laughs> I'm so I'm so sorry. I I have to interrupt myself. Okay. Um because um uh, my partner just texted me out of nowhere and i don't know if this is going into the episode but i'm you know what it's funny um uh which is my partner just texted me and they like they do not like weed at all really Mm -hmm. mostly just like the smell um so i'm completely shocked by the fact that they are they just texted me saying completely random but we should do edibles together It's a good way to avoid the smell and the lung damage, and it uh, is pretty edibles much are great. Almost edibles all are, of the awesome. ill effects. <laughs> yeah, edibles fucking rule. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no. Um, uh, anyway, so as a kid, I was an extremely, an extremely closeted lesbian. Oh my god, I it's it's so funny of being like. It's so funny being an egg yeah. and like, and also like my, my experience was that like, um, I knew that I was gay, but because I didn't know quite how to define my gender yet, I didn't know to whom I was gay. Right. And so for a very long time, I, uh, and I say a very long time by which I mean a few years, um, I, uh, really thought that I must be gay for men. And this ended up being true um, uh, up to the first year that I was making podcasts. Yeah. It's very funny. I remember. Um, I remember you talking about, um, not to put you on blast, but... That, side on? No, no. The, the kid from Persona... What 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 kid from Persona? You you Skay or something? I can't remember his name. The artist. Oh, that guy. Yeah. I ha- I'm sorry. I had a crush on that guy. Yeah. You. Yeah. I remember you saying that. <laughs> Maybe it's it's been erased from your memory because of how many things. <laughs> but I was really into Persona at the time, and we talked. We had a conversation about that. Yeah. What the fuck? I mean, I was like, I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I. I must have been like, I must have been like twenty one, which doesn't make it less weird. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> I think honest. I think you were saying that like you had had like a okay. crush on him or okay. whatever right. like, in the past. Because when I because when Persona Five came out, I was like eighteen or something yeah. like that or something. Like, I don't know. I I just literally also the characters cannot... <laughs> in Persona are like 
I don't know. They, it, are, it, des- it, they are designed in a particular way, and I don't certainly are. Per- and I don't particularly like it as no. an adult. But I literally just cannot put myself into the shoes of of that. You telling me that is baffling to me. Um, uh, I the one that I remember most was Sidon. Yeah, um, everybody I, was thirsty for Sidon. Yeah, I had a moment for Sidon, um, and I and I don't. And it was forced. It was forced for sure. Yeah. The fact, the fact that I could only find myself, I could only bring myself to be attracted to fictional men. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think really, really said something. Yeah. Um, and especially inhuman men, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so, um, very closeted, very, um, very closeted, and, but the signs were always there. Um. And to me, one of the, um, uh, and the, and the, the biggest sign, one of the biggest signs, there are many signs, but one of the, my obsession with Midna as a kid was one, but, uh, one of the other signs is a song by Oingo Boingo. Oh, yeah. Oingo Boingo makes a return. Yeah. Well, it was the Oingo Boingo episode where, uh, Sienis came up with the idea all on... Yeah, all on its own. Yes, all on its own. And, um, that song off of Good For Your Soul is Pictures of You. And I'm excited to give it a listen. Yeah, I am too. Uh, and I'm sure that you will start to very quickly understand. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give the song a little listen. I deserves a little listen, yeah. So do you get it? I get it. Yeah, right? This so is baby Jupiter, Jupiter Origins <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. No, literally. No, literally. No fucking literally. Um, What? Baby Jupiter had a crush on a f- monster woman from a song? <laughs> no. No. Never. <laughs> I remember specifically... Um, well, okay. So first off, like... <sighs> Frankly, this song is pretty simple, pretty straightforward to me, mm-hmm. in that it's this the the main character of the song uh, reminiscing over a a, ex, a romantic experience he had with a ghost or otherwise spooky woman, mm-hmm. and uh, and and. Missing that experience as I would miss that experience. <laughs> uh, cause oh my god, that I, it's just a progressive, uh, dive into like, you know, you think that this woman is just like sort of weird and then it gets more 
spooky and not quite obviously supernatural, but also obviously supernatural. Right. Um, and, uh, and also it's occurring to me that this woman is serving very, um, very particular bipolar energy, which, uh, <laughs> which I, I, hey, representation. Um, <laughs> it's just uh, pictures of you with a knife in your hand. <laughs> with a rose in your teeth <laughs> I mean, lying nude in the sand. Plus knives are just hot, right? Knives are just hot. Oh my gosh. Well, I remember specifically being very obsessed with with that line yeah. for some reason. For some reason. Um, uh, it says, pictures of you with a knife in your hand with a rose in your teeth lying nude in the sand. Which, first off, lying nude in the sand sounds very cool and sexy. But you're going to get sand in so many places that you do not want sand yeah. to be in. Yeah. Um, but that said, um, uh, I remember being very obsessed with with those lyrics in particular, yeah. and just imagining this 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 woman. Um, and then I remember also, like, because I was so closeted, um, I I did like self policing of myself of being like, no, you're being creepy, you're being weird, you're being like. I didn't. I didn't have the word for fetishistic, but I, yeah. in retrospect, I would have called it that. Yeah. Um, and that's so funny now because uh, now I look back and that I'm like, no, I wasn't being creepy. I was just being gay. Yeah. <laughs> just happened to having a little fantasy, like it's. Yeah. I don't know. It was hurting no one. Yeah. Just just imagining a woman from a song. That's hurting absolutely <laughs> no one. Like, come on. Um, and if that if that if that gets if that's what gets us gets us canceled, I mean like we'll take the heat on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe Jupiter Morningstar imagined a fictional woman. <laughs> oh my gosh. But but no, I mean like I, I, I don't know that I have, like, a huge deep dive to go into this song, which is good because yeah. we need to be cutting it brief. But just, like, you listen to the song and you learn a little bit more about me. Oh, yeah, and, absolutely. And, and it contextualizes my childhood just a little bit more. And, yeah. I, I um, love that it's an Oingo Boingo song. That's that's perfect. And, like, like the progression is so simple, but it's it's definitely... It's got the Halloween feel. It's a little theatrical, like yes, um, yeah. This is this is a perfect pick. Um, obviously, uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, like there's a lot of things to love about this character with that sly mm-hmm. little grin. Um, you were covered in tears, and you said you were sad. Like some very I, Beetlejuice energy, you know. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I love I love that part. Uh, uh, you were covered in tears and you said you were sad. And then the music just shifts very quickly. Yeah. So you wanted to play. And, yes. it, yeah. and it just makes it sound so sinister, but yeah. also so fun. Right. Um, and uh, I got to tell you. I also you, like that, like the, the perspective character of the song at the first time, like there's, and I said, no. Um, mm-hmm. And then later on, and I said, yes. And I said, and yes. I said, yes. Like, and let me tell you, I would have said yes. <laughs> it almost I... feels like the first one. It's like a no, stop it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's like a, 
it's like a. <laughs> it's like, oh no, no. Am I into monster women? No, I can't be. <laughs> right. No, absolutely not. And then a little bit later, it's just like. Oh, fuck, fuck I'm it. definitely into monster women. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's go. Let's, let's fuck go. it up. And it's like, yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I sure. am I am all about it. Um, I, I, I Yeah, I like uh, it because you think about, like, the supernatural beast or whatever that has, like, uh, a, a thrall. This, mm-hmm. this uh, song is from the perspective of the thrall, of being like, yes. yeah, I know I'm a dunce for being here, but, like, <laughs> who cares? But I'm also, sorry. like, <laughs> but also, like... What, are you going to turn it down? Hi, yes, I would like to volunteer to be the thrall. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, 100%. Uh, let me be seduced by the darkness and have my soul forever condemned to hell. I don't give mm-hmm. a shit. want to kiss the monster woman. Oh, my God. All right. But, well, excellent yeah, pick. That's... Thank you. That's that's my song for for this episode. Hope you enjoyed it. And I hope that you listening also develop a crush on this fictional monster woman. <laughs> because let me tell you, for me, it the crush has not gone away. <laughs> of course not. Why would it? There's yeah, no, it it hasn't gone away at all. Uh in fact, I'm even gayer than I uh, I could ever imagine. <laughs> Um, all right, so... <laughs> sorry, sorry. I don't know why this just popped into my head of just some somebody adding us on Twitter being like, Jupiter Morningstar is problematic for fantasizing about a fictional woman while dating somebody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. My partner would approve of me going on a tryst with a monster woman. They Good. would go with me. Yeah, yeah. It'd be a polyamorous uh, monster uh, adventure. Mm -hmm. Adventure is a very good euphemism, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway. Yeah, let's move on to it's my time. It's my time now, Jupiter. Yes, it is. It's your time. All right. So as I mentioned, I tried to think of a song from as early in my musical literacy as I could. um, And the furthest back I could go was middle school. And there was an album that I listened to on repeat during one specific summer. I think it was the summer after my sixth grade. I was I, I woke up, I played RuneScape for about seven hours, and I listened to this album on repeat for at least a couple of weeks, like if not months. Like it was most of that summer. Um, the album in question is Elephant by The White Stripes. And oh sure, sure. <laughs> it is the yeah. album which Seven Nation Army is off of, and yeah. I kind of recently started listening to this album again, and I still stand by it. I think that most of the songs on this album are really good, and the album like is composed really well. There is mm-hmm. one song in particular that I've always despised, and I still <laughs> skip it. And oh, Se- yeah, Seven I Nation know. Army has started to wear on me. Which which one? <laughs> Okay, so the song that you don't like is it? It's the one. Um, I forget the like the name or the lyrics, but it's the one where Jack White sounds like he's hitting on an underage girl. Um, probably it's it's the one that I hate is called "Ball in a Biscuit." Um, I don't think that that was the song that I was thinking of. 
Um, but it's not a good look. I gotta be real. I really think that Jack White is an asshole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> most musicians, especially from this era, are. Um, Jack White. Jack White is a major asshole, and I'm not convinced that he isn't a creep. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, damn, White Stripes have like 12 good songs. <laughs> um. Well, yeah, it, they do, and I think a lot of them. <laughs> are from this album i still i still stand by it Um, i i agree a lot of them are from this album in particular the song that i've picked is called in the cold cold night oh and it's very simple and very short um so we're gonna just give it a little listen and we can talk about it further yeah absolutely i'm excited for this one Jupiter. I mean, I haven't listened to this song in years upon years upon years. I probably, the last time I listened to it was probably also middle school, something like that. Um, maybe high school. I don't know. But at any rate, um, I fucking love it. I, <laughs> this is a, this is a great, this is a great song. I mean, <laughs> any, any white stripe song where it's just Meg White. Yeah, <laughs> is that's the ideal. That's what you're looking for. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, this this song is just like and and like I totally get it too. Like, mm-hmm. like there is, I, I feel like okay. I I have a take. Okay, I feel like this song is a almost like a reflection. Of um of baby it's cold outside, but if the woman actually consented, <laughs> yeah, 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 and, and it, was, fact, it wasn't it wasn't some dude trapping some lady in his house, but rather like a woman inviting a guy in. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and or anyone. And, I don't know what you know. Like it, it could this could to be to anyone. It, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, no, I mean like. We <laughs> we love consent in this house. Mm-hmm. We love women taking the initiate initiative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean the song is the song is great. I I, I, really like I thought it. it was a you know it, I thought it was a good pick. It's it's a it's a tumnal. You know we're getting into mm-hmm. the the cooler mm-hmm. darker seasons. I I always this song always uh, summons a picture of like. A wooden porch late at night, and there's just like yeah. one burning lamp on the porch, um, and like basically just that moment frozen in time of like somebody inside inviting me, I guess, in and like, but like it's more like from the third third person, you know, like just like yeah. that that moment crystallized. That's what this song is. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I gotta tell you that when I heard this song as a kid. Um, 
I did not recognize it as being a, a sexual invitation. <laughs> well, neither did I, I. I, yeah. I mean, I definitely saw it as like a, you know, like, let's go inside and cuddle together or whatever. But like, sure. I don't um, even think I recognize that. I was very I just, stupid. I, I mentioned when I started this that I spent that summer listening to this album on my own. <laughs> <laughs> playing RuneScape. Uh-huh. That was because at this point in my life, almost all of my friends had like abandoned me and I was very alone. Yeah. Uh and so this song like I I felt like an outsider and I think I kind of deserve to. And this song is like kind of being like the edgy kid at the party like oh let's both let's go both be the weirdos on the edge of the party and like talk to each other. That's what I get from this and it's kind of lame, but on the other hand like that's I don't know. I, I was in middle school. Give, give me a break. Um, yeah, no, for sure. For <laughs> sure. Yeah. And, uh, oh, the other thing is, I, I've, it sounds so simple. Like, it's just singing and a guitar, but there's also this incredibly low frequency, like, synth bass line that, like, makes the whole thing kind of buzz. It, it Kind of, like, electric. Um, and... And, like, even the guitar pattern, it just sounds, like, you know, a little mysterious, a little bit, like, raising your eyebrows. Like, it's it's a playful song, considering how, like, slow and subdued it is. Yeah. I mean, there there is, like, there's a certain quality to this song that is just so... I honestly, because I think as a kid, I sort of thought of this song as being, like, a spooky song. Yeah, yeah. I don't, it, it, as an adult, I don't think it really is. Um, but there is this, like, quality to it that is, like, that is so distinctly nighttime. And it's not yes. just the lyrics. Right. It's th- the, the way that the song sounds is so distinctly nighttime. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I completely agree. And it's, like, it's windy, it's cold, it's kind of shitty outside. Yeah. And inside you can see like warm incandescent bulbs and blankets and everything is like kind of you know warm tones like yeah the contrast of those two things too inside and outside yeah Um, absolutely it's a simple song but i i i could talk about pretty much any song on this album for a long time because i listened to it (laughs) many many times probably more than any other album yeah i mean i listened to it a lot too as a kid um Something about that White Stripes album feels so distinctly, like, so distinctly lonely middle school, high school yeah. kid. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Um, and, and yeah, absolutely. Especially if you're in that, like, especially in you, if you are in a position of feeling very lonely and isolated. I mean, this song is also kind of lonely and isolated, but in a way that could be inviting and fun. Yeah, I mean, you know, if we want, really want to break it down, this is also a song where I imagined a woman. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> but no. mostly she was just inviting me into like like we could be friends. We could chill with each other. I would have somebody to, I mean, to hang out with. <laughs> look, uh the 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 invitation does not need to be sexual to mm-hmm. be intimate and important. Right. Exactly. Exactly. A- and and that is 
That is definitely, I mean, look, I'm ace. So like, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, um, I think let's, uh, cause we don't have too much time left. We don't. So. Let's move on to the break. Let's move on to the break. One, two, three, let's go. Choo-choo, choo-choo, choo-choo. It's time to get on the train. It's me, Amy, your favorite co-host of um, Artificial Ghost Radio. Um, I'm here to tell you about Tootstool Express 2. It's the second one. It is coming to Mushroom Station in... Two weeks, Wednesday, October 19th, You're good at this. and it arrives with a special episode of Art Ghost, which is stands for Artificial Ghost <laughs> Radio, and it's going to go for a whole week until October 26th, and uh, that special episode, patrons get to submit special... Uh, music for the theme that they're gonna pick later oh i thought that was theme um there's no theme (laughs) um and it's a drive to um help help us get more patrons um and there's gonna be special stuff and go to our discord for more information and um Bye. Enjoy the enjoy the rest of the music podcast. Did you good? That was perfect. <laughs> I may all know in the editing bay. I might leave that in. Um, yeah, Jupiter, maybe. why don't you just tell me I did a great job, and then it'll seem natural. Joe, you did a great job. <laughs> perfect. Um, <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to spin the wheel of Discord? I'm so glad that you're doing it this week because I don't want to do it. <laughs> um, yes, absolutely. I 100% want to spin the wheel of Discord. And um, I wish that I had more time to spin the wheel on this one because, um, hey, I went to the Demi Lovato concert a couple oh. of days ago. Okay. And I really want to talk about a new. Uh, uh, I really want to want to spin on their new album, <laughs> uh, but I don't feel like I have enough time to do it justice. Yeah, uh, and talk about the concert and everything. So I guess I'm gonna have to do that another time. Another time, which might be a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I have fucking all right. Yeah, for sure. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Um, the song that I spun on is Metal by Food House. Okay. And I have, uh, said this a couple of times before, but in my opinion, uh, the album Food House by the band Food House, um might be the the best hyperpop album at the very least that I've ever heard. Yes, I do think that it beats out 100 Gex as much as I love 100 Gex. Wow. Um uh we'll we'll see what it's like when 10,000 Gex comes out. We'll we'll see what what that is. Although like 
Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. The fact that 10,000 Gex hasn't come out yet mm-hmm. is wild to me. I they're clearly taking their time with it. Which Do you is think great. they'll collab with Al, um, Al City when they get to ten million? Maybe. What's your song, Jupiter? Oh, <laughs> all right, let's let's listen to it rather. <laughs> yeah, let's listen to the fucking song. All right, damn, good joke, good joke, Joe. Thanks. Hey Siri, is Ronald Reagan dead? Ronald Reagan was born February sixth. fun yes yeah yeah absolutely absolutely i mean like the reason why i think that this album as a whole is um the best hyper pop album that i have personally heard is that in my opinion very effortlessly balances and jumps between just the most fun, ridiculous, danceable bullshit you've ever heard, and um, some genuinely, uh, some, some genuinely, like, emotional, or at the very least, like, fucked up lyrics. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like, it's hard to describe in the way that all hyperpop is kind <laughs> of hard to describe, yeah. but, like... And also, like, in this song in particular, it it just goes. Like, it just it just goes. And like you can barely hear any of the lyrics. Like, like yeah. I um um I I was reading along this time and I was like, oh, I didn't I didn't even I yeah. I've realized that every single time that I've listened to this song, I have for the most part just heard uh, n- n- almost nothing of it. Yeah, I, it, w- it sounded like complete noise to me until I started reading the lyrics, and then I was like, "Oh, these these lyrics actually fucking whip." Uh, they do. They're very they do. good. <laughs> they do whip. Um, no, I mean, like the lyrics are like genuinely like have like a really good um, pattern to them. The they're they're they have a lot of teeth. Yeah. Um. Uh. They are. Uh, really like clever in a lot of ways, um, mm-hmm. but also just like fun and stupid. Like, um, and also like something that I I love about Food House is that it as as a band they are uh, completely loudly and unapologetically queer, and also um, like like edgy and abrasive and not like not safe you know like like they're they're not going for for mass appeal and they're not going for like 
they're not trying to they're not trying to convince straight people to like them. Yeah. Like this album is is for queer people and like if you are not part of of the like of the community and you're not willing to um to allow for some like edgy abrasiveness um then you're probably going to listen to this album and uh feel very um very put off by by yeah. a lot of the lyrics and you know that combines well with the really like abrasive and edgy um uh uh instrumentation and production mm-hmm. yeah. uh that i think like something that hyperpop really allows is for queer people to really just let loose because like fucking like this music is almost certainly never going to be mainstream the closest that hyperpop has gotten to being mainstream is um a few Rico Nasty collaborations and arguably Charlie XCX. Yeah. But that's even like, that would be, I don't want to like put it this way, but almost watered down. Like yeah. muted a little sure. bit. Like it's not this, it's not, it's not. This. Yeah. Yeah. And that's no, fine. 100%. That's good. Like, yeah. And Charlie XCX is, is great music. 100%. Oh, for fucking sure. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Um, but yeah, there's like, there's a rawness, to this that just like like if you if you give a a a particularly angry queer person just free reign to write whatever the fuck yeah you're gonna get this and yeah if you look at the lyrics it looks like slop like it looks like just um uh like free association uh, like whatever you know like oh, yeah. i can see a couple of rhymes in here and there but if you listen to the song like it all flows really fucking good it's it, it's mm-hmm. it's excellent i yeah I, I liked it a lot and i said at the beginning of the episode that we were gonna have high energy and <laughs> this song i think brought us there so yeah look the the wheel is always willing to work with us mm, i think i think the wheel likes you more than me which is fair i gotta earn, <laughs> earn my respect back because i cheated it a couple of times but yeah you need to um, here's the here's the thing joe is you need to learn to fully submit yourself to the wheel (laughs) i i am not even remotely joking when i personify the wheel like yeah no i i i'm with you i'm with you the the wheel is really our third host here it it really is the or, the wheel honestly even more like we are the the agents of the wheel <laughs> the agents of the wheel i like that a lot um it's time yeah. to close out the show uh mm-hmm. we've got to go i would pick a theme for next week but i'm pretty sure that instead our patrons are going to be picking the theme for next week. That the is theme, true. But the songs. So that there will true. be a um, temporary channel on our Discord where you can submit songs uh, that you want us to listen to. We'll probably prioritize people that haven't submitted in the past. Um, but, um, you know, that don't let that uh, dissuade you from submitting if you did submit before. Um, yeah absolutely like we want to we want to listen to whatever the fuck you are listening to yeah and um 
I, we encourage you to submit a song, uh, whether or not you've submitted before, and um, and we'll we will just be um, uh, drawn to whatever grabs us. Uh, mm-hmm. And much like uh, last time we did one of these episodes, we are not going to be uh, listening to them ahead of time. So we will yeah. be live. Well, it, live reacting. Live reacting. Um, yeah. Uh, pre-recorded reacting um, uh, to the songs. So uh, very excited about that. Well, um, I have got to run very, very quickly and very, very fast. So uh, thank you so much for listening to Artificial Ghost Radio. And um, I have really got to go call my sister. Yeah, is, go for is, it, Jupiter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, I'll let you know if my sister says anything interesting, uh, I guess. So, okay. Tell her um, I said hi. Okay. Will do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, audience, uh, is there anything you want me to tell my sister? Um, leave it in the comments. Um, <laughs> <laughs> leave it down below. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>